0: boom all right ladies and gentlemen we're back and we got an insightful conversation this time where we're gonna unlock the secrets of marketing success in the digital age so let's get this one started here we go shut up 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 and sit down. down look a business can give you everything you want in life prestige wealth freedom it can also take everything away from you this show is for those who are willing to take that risk All right, business bros. Here we go. We're gonna dive into the world of marketing with a seasoned professional who has spent two decades crafting and, ex- and executing strategies that drive revenue growth. So we're gonna have a fascinating conversation and uncover the art of of the science behind successful marketing campaigns. And we're gonna explore his rich experience in developing innovative marketing uh, initiatives, managing high performance teams, and harnessing the power of digital marketing. So let's. Let's get ready to rumble with Martin Pietrzak. How do I say your last name, dude? I should have asked you that before the show. My apologies.
1: <laughs> before we got started, it's all yeah. good. It's what a we, Polish I, name, so Pietrzak, before you break into your tongue. Pie- Pietrzak? Pietrzak, yeah, there you go. All right, cool. See, if sure I can there do it again, let's go. welcome
0: to the show Martin Pietrzak. <laughs> Almost 1,300 episodes in, and I still forget to do something as simple as ask, how do you say your last name? <laughs> but thank uh, you very much for coming on the it, show,
1: I, I, I love the intro. Thank you so much. I, by the way, I love the video with the guys jumping. brings me back to my rave days from 1990, you know, something.
0: Yeah, well, that is a movie called Project X, and it's a bunch of high school kids raging out, dude. So, yes, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Exactly oh, maybe I should watch it. Like. it
1: but... <laughs> it'll, Thanks it'll, for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Of course, and it'll definitely take you back. All right, Martin, uh, first question I always ask is, you're in business, you're selling something, you got a product service or something that you want to get your message out what is that for you? Why are you uh, Why are you in the business, bros? Today,
1: I think a couple of things. Obviously, I'm in marketing. I own a B2B marketing agency, working with tech. But you know, that's my day business. But during the night, like we're tonight, I feel like you know, I think I want to inspire some folks, especially running their own small businesses. Sometimes marketing seems like out of reach for them, and I think you know what? Now is the time with the new tech like AI to you know to really dip uh, their toes in it, man. I think there is an opportunity for them to try it out.
0: Oh, dude, 100%. Every business, no matter what business you're in, uh, I remember when I started listening to Gary Vee stuff, the one thing that stuck out in my mind is he said, you're a marketing company first and everything else second. Like, that's just kind of how you operate because we need customers. We need people to know who we are, what we do so that we can provide our product and service to them. So who are you targeting in your after hours, Mr. Batman, right? What do I do at night? I come here and I save the world from their marketing woes. So who who's that target audience you're after?
1: Uh, listen, I, I think s- small to m- mid-sized businesses. I, I've talked to a lot of owners of uh, CEOs of companies that are super sales centric. They go shake a lot of hands. They they push a lot of uh, pitches. But I think they're forgetting that there is marketing. It's affordable now these days. And I think that why not? Like I think that because of these tools and the affordability of it, I think they can be. I would, I would challenge them a little bit and say, you know what? I think you need to help your sales folks, and I think you help to enable them with some simple marketing that you can be done these days without much of an expense. And I think, especially with AI, I think that there's an opportunity to really do that. Um, so yeah, today, I guess I want to inspire some folks who run their businesses to think differently how they've done yesterday.
0: But Martin, you've been at this for years, man. Some of these people, they're really good at their specific trade that they're that they're in. They're good at that, but not necessarily the accounting, not necessarily the bookkeeping. I mean, you've been at this for a while, right? What kind of education do I even need to be able to market the way you do?
1: I you know, I obviously I go a long way back, and I'm gonna age myself, man. Um, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years, uh, so I've gone it. I've gone through the terrible days of direct mailers and postcards and a lot of spam, uh, to today to days of today. You know, with, with like digital marketing, hyper personalized ABM tactics, super sophisticated. And I'm not, and and I think the truth and the affordability somewhere in the middle. I think there's a lot of packages out there. There's services. There's companies like mine that can really do a lot for, for not too much. I think, I think, I think I liked it in your intro, right? Like I think we all have to take risks and I think, you know, we have to challenge ourselves to think differently. Uh, and I do that every day with my own business trying to think, Hey, you know, this, the world is very different. It was six months ago before chat GPT. And I'm like, Hey, how can I embrace this thing? Um, because chances are that in six months, if I don't embrace it, who knows, maybe I'm going to be out of business. So I think we always have to evolve and, uh, reinvent ourselves
0: man talk about aging yourself uh my very first business the uh the advertising i did was in the yellow pages so for those of you who don't know what the yellow pages are it's a big fat google book that's what it was back in the day uh but yeah i mean things have drastically changed and they're ever changing i mean the emergence of like ai for example isn't going to make it any different other than now you have shortcuts and things that you can do but the core fundamentals of what marketing is all about still play out the processes might get easier it might be easier for you to you know drag and drop and create a landing page drag and drop and do some automations quick little type to get some ad copy but if you don't have some of the core fundamentals even that's gonna flop what are some of the things that you've learned that you kind of help people um take in as some of those core fundamentals so that they can Mm -hmm. You know, they're practical, tactical things that they can implement today that will help them start gathering that, uh, building that brand or getting that customer base.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'll tell you, I, I find um, every single time I have a conversation with CEOs or CROs, they always say the same thing. If only people who heard about our business and our product or service, they would just buy it like it was just flying off the shelf by itself. Um, and of course, when I say to them, hey, who do you sell to? And you go, anybody. And I mean, that's the first primary mistake that they make, right? They think that their product or service can be meant for a huge audience. And I think that's the first thing is that, and then when I start asking questions, I quickly realize, and they realize, which is a bit of a problem that they don't really know who they're selling to. Mm-hmm. So then the first step I rec- always recommend is to really challenge yourself to think like who actually is the best customer that you can sell your product or service to? Not necessarily who can buy your product, but who is the best customer. And then learn that audience really, really well, get to know them really well, like, you know, create what we call ICPs or ideal client profile, essentially think, create this persona and this, you know, uh, the person, the fictitious person, the real person for that matter, and say, who are they? What do they like? What do they dislike? What are the problems that you're hoping to solve? Um, How do you, how do you tackle them, the challenges that they have? I think that's the first one. Um, and I think that opens up the conversation because they go, oh, you know, we really do really, really well if we sell to this particular industry, to this particular person, uh, and with this particular problem. And that's when we do best possible job, and that's where a product market fit exists. And I think that's what brings up another challenge is sometimes companies don't have a really good product market fit. And that's this like, idea, like they they don't know who the audience are is, and they don't know how to sell, position their product to really sell it well. So I think it's kind of works in tandem, right? Like you have to figure out who you're selling to and does your product really help to solve that problem? So those are the two main things.
0: Yeah. And I want to add to that because a part of it is you don't know who you're selling to. The other part of it is sometimes we get so good at what we do. We think we can solve more than one problem at a time. And I think uh, Mm. that's where we kind of fall off. Uh, as, as early entrepreneurs, because we keep chasing that's that shiny object Ooh. syndrome that you hear people talking about, rather yeah. than focusing and doubling down on that one thing we're really good at for that ideal customer that we're going after. When we, when we have a little bit of success, then we tend to kind of go, oh, we can also do this. Oh, we can also do this. Uh, when it comes to a marketing campaign, what defines a good marketing campaign? What makes it like uh, the one that you're like, yes, this is this one's successful?
1: <laughs> you know, it's a good question because it doesn't have a good answer. I think there, <laughs> uh, I, I think the, the the one of the main challenges I found is that you have to always leave yourself an opportunity to experiment. That's number one, right? So nothing is written in stone. With the digital space, you can really tweak things, you can test things. So I think you have to obviously with the when you once you build that persona, once you build some hypothesis about how you want to position your market, and you're absolutely right about focus. You got to focus and stick to it for at least a little while. And I say little while, like I think to well-run campaign has to last at least six months in order to see that from start to finish. You know what worked what didn't work and it's not just one thing so like CEOs will ask me well what what's the best channel is it email is it is it uh, is it Google ads is it LinkedIn I'm like no 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 man it's it's a combination it's a it's how these things interact with each other right like when you're sending out email campaign and doing ABM campaign with trying to reach out to folks through email or LinkedIn you might have a good opportunity to have run ads so they're seeing you elsewhere, right? Like it's it's so, and then you could bombard them with something else. So it's and it's also a stepping stone, depending on the behavior that they have, to hit them up with certain things at a time. And every persona is different. Some some people love to read stuff that's long form, maybe articles, maybe ebooks. Others love like you know, swiping TikToks type type of content, like called micro learning kind of content, where you, you slice and dice the content into quick. And easily digestible pieces of content that people love. So, to answer your question, it really depends. And there's, but I think for the the rule of thumb that I have is, give it time, experiment, and iterate. I think that's that's how you'll learn to build that campaign that's really going to resonate with your marketplace.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think people quite understand uh, the amount of testing that has to go into this thing. Uh, uh, so many different things can change, whether it's the copy or the landing page or even sometimes some of the automations that you have in place, where you're going, what channel you're using to to get your message out there. All those things need a little bit of test and, and iteration as you as you work through the campaigns. But ultimately, the one that is successful is the one that gives you the results, right? The ones that, that are bringing in the customer. Customer base
1: yeah absolutely and i and one thing i should have said is like i think you have to define what success looks like right mm. successful one may not mean the success for the other now, obviously everybody wants their revenue at the end of the day right like they want to close deals but i think there's a path to get there right you need to have a brand that people recognize you need to have a product people trust you have to have the people that they want to work with um and then ultimately there has to be a product that actually works and they're willing to say oh yeah i'm willing to to do this over and over again, especially in SaaS space, right? Like it's not just selling and forgetting. Like you have to continually helping them adopt the product, learn the product, and then keep coming back. And so I think that journey doesn't end, right? So you have to always reiterate, always change, always adapt. Um, and I think that what, what I'm excited about the most these days is, you know, I think there's the level of personalization you can do these days uh, sort of automatically through the use of tools like AI, um, or attribution or data driven decisions, this must be key. Like you can do experiments and just just look at the data and see what the data tells you and say, hey, you know what, I can put three messages on LinkedIn today. And tomorrow, I'm going to have a definitive answer how one one message resonates more than or less than the other to that particular audience. And I can say, hey, you know what, today, I'm better off than I was yesterday, because now I have more data points to sort of Instead of investing in the other two, and I can now focus more on this one, right? So, it's I think the power of data that we have available is, is 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 just fantastic these days.
0: As a as a digital marketer, there's a lot of time that you probably spend on social platforms, uh, trying to get attention and and drive uh, traffic. Uh, and I know early on when I started off as an entrepreneur, I didn't put a, enough emphasis on building my own database. Um, I definitely, mm. uh, I mean, I had a database kind of, you know, it's like I use QuickBooks and I would write an invoice, but I didn't really utilize or capitalize on the power of, of having that database. Today, there's a lot of entrepreneurs who spend a lot of time building a following on a specific social platform um, and and still make the same mistake, which is not building their own database. Uh, as a digital marketer, as, as you know, somebody who's worked with a lot of clients, what's your opinion on using the social platforms and kind of building your own database to utilize as a marketing campaign?
1: Yeah, you know, and I, I have to be honest, man. I sometimes forget to do that myself. Like, even though I'm in the business, you know, it's like we, we forget to do what we preach to others. But ultimately... You know, we have to give opportunities for our prospects and customers to um, to really get build trust, I think, first. You know, what I find is that um, asking, just putting up a piece of content out there and asking for people to fill out a form and, and to download a piece of content, is rarely working, especially in the B2B space and the tech space even more harder. People are just expecting the phone call like almost 30 seconds after they download a piece of content. And all they want is to educate themselves. And I think we have to honor the journey that they're on trying to get to know you, your business, your product solutions. And I think one of those things is like give them stuff that they will consider valuable for free without asking for anything at first, help build those digital touch points with them, with the, take them on a journey with you. And then eventually when you hit that point where you feel like, oh, you know what? They're starting to converse with you somehow. Maybe they're commenting, maybe you're liking stuff. That's when you hit them up with something that it's like really valuable. You say, Hey, let's exchange some ideas. Let's give me, give me your information. I'll give you mine. Let's have a conversation. I find that it's, it's these small little micro steps that you have to take before asking for for content but yeah absolutely like the simple things like you know when you communicate communicating, somebody reaches out to you via email make sure you have that in your database make sure you 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 clean that put in the right titles companies what they like what they dislike um what do they want what they don't want and 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 just continue nurturing that contact with your free communication through newsletters, uh, emails, uh, maybe from time to time, a personal outreach saying, Hey man, Hey Bob, I saw something on within your marketplace, you might want to know about. So sharing of intelligence and and know how it goes a long way. I think so, but yeah, like, um, I think we just have to, and then through social networks, right? Like, you know, there's so many of them these days. I'm probably guilty of not having time to, to be on too many. LinkedIn is my primary driver these days. Um, but yeah ultimately trying to converse and engage with people is a key
0: yeah and it's it's not always the easiest thing on on social platforms cuz they control what goes on and this is why building out that your own database is so important because now you can reach out via text message now you can reach out via email and now you can reach out in, in a number of different ways because you control that that data and you're able to control in essence the marketing attempts that you're going to have the offers that you're going to make which brings mm-hmm. me back to 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 offers um, oftentimes, it's the way that the offer is presented. And you mentioned the value up front, um, it's all these different things that you can bring to the table usually on that free status, but ultimately the offers that we make, make or break our sales. Like it's not just, you know, one product for one service. I feel like, especially today, people want to feel like they're getting a deal. We live like in these inflationary periods right now that if you can provide enough value in your offer, it makes a huge difference uh, in, in the results of your marketing campaign. What's your ideas on on creating offers that that resonate with audiences?
1: Yeah, and there's different kind. I think value is key, like you said. Uh, and it, this doesn't necessarily have to mean a discount. It doesn't have to mean, um, oh yeah, fifty percent off just today. It can if you if that's the business you're in. You want to accelerate. You want to introduce a product really quickly. That might work for you. But if let's say if you're a value based offering, that's that's luxury offering or luxury product that's high value, long term investment. Um, that's not necessarily going to sell it to you. They might actually devalue it, right? So you have to really get into the mind of that customer and saying, what is it really uh, going to mean for you? Like, So my clients, a lot of them sell like multi-million dollar tech- technology solutions, right? So putting a 15% discount on, is not going to do anything because no buyer, it's a committee of buyers. Like it's not one person, it's probably 10 of people inside of those organizations. It's a very complex sales cycle. They're going to look for, how do you create value for each of them? So like identifying like what works for the, for the CMO, what works for the CRO, CTO, and then trying to figure out how do you approach them individually and saying, for you, I'm going to sell the idea of security because that's super important to you. As a, as a CTO person, you really care about security. You, this new software that you're going to implement is not going to mess with uh, your infrastructure. It's not going to create a, secu- a security issue. For the CMO, maybe they care about, hey, maybe they want to have a free trial period for X amount of period of time. So they they feel like, you know, they can try things before they buy. Um so, like I said, different personas, different value touch points. I think you have to figure out in your sales cycle what really matters to the people that you converse with. If you're selling widgets for ten bucks, fifty bucks off for the first purchase might work. Uh, but if you're selling something more complex, maybe it's like a like little small little things along the way, and you'll figure out what that is for the people that are involved.
0: Martin, if uh, if people headed over to your website, pinch marketing, uh, what would they find? What kind of things are are available there that can kind of help them get started in this marketing space?
1: You know. My My website is probably not the best place to get stuff. It's really just a really quick overview of what we do and who we work with. But you know if you go to our or LinkedIn page, we usually share snippets of information, little knowledge pieces, th- tips and tricks that you can implement quickly, uh, things to think about, uh, to challenge yourself a little bit and and essentially how to get started, right? how, how can uh, how to get going on the marketing journey with your customers, your prospects?
0: Cause at the end of the day, that's the key. You have to get started. Uh, you can't, you can't not, we can't not have that as part of your agenda anymore. Um, if, if somebody's getting started as an entrepreneur today, what are some bits of advice that you would give them to help them kind of take that little bit of, uh, whatever small budget they have or whatever time they have early on to get a good launch in their business?
1: yeah you know i've started so many different businesses i had a ar maps for kids i had a health clinic i had a market marketing agencies a lot of different things that i tried i think the first thing is to to get over the idea phase i think that people get so bogged down with trying to perfect that idea and thinking that it's so freaking special and i went in front of vcs and angels trying to Pitch those ideas and even making them sign NDA documents. And they laughed at me. They're like, are you kidding, dude? Like we've seen thousands of these ideas. So I think one is to get over your own ego to say, hey, you know, I, your idea is probably not as so unique as you think. Go for it. Try it out. Because execution is key. Like you said, it's getting it started. Start small. Don't, uh, don't get bogged down with perfection because ultimately you will learn as you go. And you'll stumble. And I think that's the thing. Like expect that. Nothing is going to be perfect out of the gate. You gotta make some mistakes along the way, and those will be fantastic learning lessons. And I think that's the first thing is just get going. Small doesn't have to be big budget. There's like you said, affordability is not a problem anymore. Just get going slowly but surely.
0: You know, that, it's it's funny, that whole ego thing, because I literally hear that all the time too. I got this good idea it'll make you a lot of money, uh, but don't tell anybody because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and I said it earlier today, but um, one of my mentors, one of the greatest lines I ever heard was, there's no such thing as a million dollar idea, only million dollar execution. And I think that's really the key behind almost any venture that you're going out and about and doing. Uh, Even the marketing, you can have a great marketing idea, a a message or an offer that you think is amazing, but until you test it in the market, you are not going to know whether it works or not. So keep those ideas handy and and get out there and test them out. Martin, if people want to reach out to you, they want to find out more about what you do, those little tidbits. I know we've been kind of sprinkling the little contact here and there, but I like to use this as a plug, right? How can they reach out to you and what can they expect when they do?
1: listen I think you know they could find me on LinkedIn but you know trying to remember my last name might be a difficult one but here go <laughs> if you do if you do find it in the written form not just an audio go for it reach out to me through LinkedIn but I think the easier one is probably pinch.marketing. marketing go there you can just fill out a form call you know call us out what you will get is no sales call just have a conversation let's have a conversation try to figure out how we can help each other how we can collaborate and go fr- from there um one thing I was I just remembered when you when you're saying like how can people get um Going over, getting over the ego. It's really, it's and um, validating the idea. Avoid asking your friends because friends will always just tell you that your family, right? They'll be like, "Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Of course I'm going to buy this. Of course I would spend money on this. I'll go for it." Ask strangers. I think ask strangers if would they, they would they get it, and then ask them like, again, would they pay for it, even the dollar. Uh, and I think you will be finding that the answer might be very different. So. Don't rely too much on your friends and family because they're always going to be too kind.
0: Yeah, I, I always, I always like that example when you're asking strangers. Now, don't ask friends and family. You're exactly right. They're going to support you 100%. It sounds great. Uh, it's just not always going you know, to work out that way. But when you're asking a stranger, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I always thought this was kind of cool. Uh, when you get feedback, it means you got to go back and kind of change things. Maybe, you know, make some alterations, whatever. But when the response turns into, how do I get one of those? That's when, you know, you got it, but it takes a number of different times of asking people who you don't do business with, Hey, what do you think of this XYZ, I would do this. I would do that. Not the answer you, not the answer you want, but it's the good answer that you need to really formulate what it is that you're doing. And then once you get the answer of how do I get one of those? Now you have a winning combination. Now you can start moving towards that marketing uh, where all of a sudden they will fly off the shelf because your offer, your product, your service, your presentation, whatever it is, is on fire at that point. Martin, thank you very much for coming on the program today, man. Any final thoughts before we head out?
1: No, I mean, just don't be afraid. Just get started. Um, Experiment. Have fun with it. And then if you fail, like, you know, that's okay. Most entrepreneurs fail not once, probably multiple times don't get discouraged. Keep going.
0: Failure only happens if you quit, my friend. Until then, they're all learning experiences, especially when you're creating marketing campaigns. You're learning as much as you go (laughs) forward. Martin, thank you very much for being on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, scrolling across the bottom, uh, is is Martin's website. It's pinch.marketing. It's the best way to uh, to find him and get a, get any contact info. Have a conversation with him if you're interested in getting some marketing stuff or follow him on LinkedIn. Uh, I know uh, I'm just going to spell it for you so that way you have it. Obviously, Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N. Last name is P-I-E-T-R-Z-A-K. Uh, go ahead look him up. Look at all the content that he's putting out there. Check out the value. Uh, People who are already in the marketing space have been doing it for like 20 plus years. So make sure you guys check it out. Learn from the people who are already successful. Martin, thank you very much for being on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.
1: Thank you. Cheers, man. It's over.
0: Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro.